You are listening to A Word from the Tabernacle. Our leader, Bishop L.F. Thuston, continues in the Favor series. And each Sunday is more rich, powerful, and undeniably anointed. I hope that this word inspires you, builds your faith, and gives you perspective in God's moving in your life. Thank you for joining us. Now let's go in and listen to the word. in this place it's it's almost irresistible it's almost irresistible the only thing that makes it resistible is when you are insensitive because you can have such a powerful force and it can literally go right over your head Jacob said surely I was in the presence of the Lord and knew it not It's possible because the Holy Ghost is not intrusive. It does not override your will. He doesn't force himself into your innermost being. He comes only by invitation. Can y'all hear me? But the more you open the door, the more he always is ready to come in. And when he comes in, he gives you the incomparable reminder You've been needing him all along. Can anybody just say, I've been needing the Lord all along. Now I want you to say it like you really mean it. I've needed the Lord all along. Finish it up and he was there. When? All the time. Clap your hands like you're glad. He's been there. He is there. He always will be there. All the time. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, sweet spirit. Thank you, mighty God. Thank you. Thank you, sacred Savior. Thank you, Lord of Lords. Thank you, King of Kings. And we bless your name. And we bless your name. Because there is power in just the mention of your name we bless your name for there is deliverance in just I hope that you enjoyed that dynamic word from our leader Bishop L.F. Thuston listen if you'd like to support our ministry feel free to visit our website at www.boontabernaclekojic.org there you will find updates on our activities and links to give via givelify and cash app but most importantly you can submit your prayer request subscribe to this channel and follow us on instagram and facebook thank you for joining us today and we look forward to meeting you this time next week may this week be a week of victory and total and complete favor be blessed thank you for this great great redemption and for being a right now god have your way lord just have your way We will go following you in the way and stay out of the way so you may have your way. Why don't you just say, I know Satan is against us, but he is permanently defeated. Don't be afraid. Just say it. I know Satan is against us, 
but he is already permanently defeated. I am a child of God. I am a joint heir with Christ Jesus. And I claim everything God has for me. Say it again from your soul. I claim everything God has for me today. Now give him your praise. His name is worthy to be praised. Yes, Lord. First Chronicles, First Chronicles, chapter 15. First Chronicles, chapter 15. My God. First Chronicles, chapter 15. I told you we're working on the Ten Commandments of Favor. Add these to your list. I encourage you every day, let the first words you utter be to your creator. Every day. When you awake, don't utter any other name before you utter it to your creator. And then number two is anticipate a struggle. Anticipate a struggle against your favor. Anticipate an unfavorable struggle. Something is going to come against you. And number three, claim your favor the more. Claim it every day. And number four, let me add number four. We're going to get ten before we finish this emphasis. Uh, number four would be this. The word and, four, five, and six, the acronym is and. Can you say and? Adventure with the Almighty. Favor is an adventure with the Almighty. You never know how it's going to play out. There are things you never would imagine. But he is an infinite God with infinite surprises. And as long as you are with him, you can call your journey. Adventure Almighty. He has so much more than your wildest dream. And that's a key to your favor. A commandment is adventure. Almighty. A surprise. Every day you should anticipate. It may be pleasant, not pleasant. It may be rough going in, but joyous coming out. He may meet you in the middle of the battle or he may speak peace in the midst of a storm or he may just move the mountain and you don't even have to climb it. Either way you cut it, the Almighty always has a favorable adventure. The B word for B is negativity must be temporary. This is every day. These are your commandments. And you have a right to make that commandment. That anything that is negative, it can only be 
temporary. The pain, the accusation, the frustration, the bondage, the confusion, yes, Lord, the loss, the temptation, whatever it is that's negative in regarding you, it must by definition be declared temporary. That's why the book says many are the afflictions of the righteous, but they're temporary. They're real. They are real. I want somebody to say they're real. But the Lord will deliver you out of them all. And weeping may endure for a night, but weeping is never temporary. Uh, joy cometh in the morning. Your favor is going to be increased when you encounter any negativity concerning you. Because God has some other intention concerning you. And you want to speak that whatever is the opposite must only be temporary. And C, or rather D, is determination. Everybody say determination. For smart directions. When you are living in favor with God, your personal favor, you must be determined you're going to receive directions. You don't have to figure it out all on your own. It's not automatic. It's not intuitive. It's not something you pick up in the book. Can y'all hear me? Anybody here, you really want your life to be filled with divine favor? Not just goodness. Goodness is universal, but favor is a matter of qualification. And if you want favor to increase upon your life, it is for you. But there is a formula, and the foolish persons never have favor. That's why Proverbs calls them fools. You do not have favorite fools, but wise ones depend on direction. And be determined, I am going to receive and follow the directions for my favor. Well, that brings me to this passage that I will summarize due to the lateness of the hour from 1 Chronicles 16 and 43. An interesting conclusion to a magnificent episode. An unusual conclusion to a magnificent episode. This was the highest day in David's life. This was the most magnificent day in the history of Israel since they entered the promised land. They've never had a day like this. It went on with so much celebration. It was a combination of the Kansas City Chiefs winning the Super Bowl and, and, and your favorite birthday and all of your wonderful Christmases and holidays and an all-expense-paid vacation to the resort area of your preference before Corona. I mean, no day in your experience or in your nation's experience could have been greater than when the Ark of the Covenant was returned to the people of God 
and they celebrated like there was no tomorrow. And they ate, and they danced, and they fellowshiped, and they frolicked, and they played. And it went on and on, and from the king on the throne to the beggar outside the gate, never had there been a day of celebration like this day. And David led this magnanimous continuation. But in verse 43, and all the people departed, every man to his house. And David returned to bless his own house. Uh, they had music. What kind of music you like? What kind you like? Loud music, they had that. Soft music, they had that. Fast music, slow music, they had that. Um, classical music, they had that. Country and Western, they had that. Uh, the jazz, they had that. Of course, all this was gospel. All this was gospel. Gospel country Western, gospel classic. You don't have gospel blues, so there was no blues that day. Uh, they were singing, God bless Israel. Um, oh, Israel, for spacious skies or amber ways of grain. Their patriotic songs were gospel songs. No, they had musicians in shifts. This was a happy day, but all good things must come to an end. And after this incomparable nationwide reunion and celebration and personal season of ecstasy, everybody went home. But David, who led it all, said, I'm going home too, but I'm going home to bless my household. Everybody else went home and just unwound. I don't know if you hear me. Everybody else went home and just relaxed. Everybody else went home and fed the dog. Everybody else went home and unpacked. Everybody else went home and got ready for school or for work. But David said, when I go home, at the top of my list is to bless my house. The King James says, bless his house. But many other wise scholars have rephrased that, bless his household. Now, I can't finish this today because it's too loaded, but you ought to think about relating a little differently to your mother, if you have one. You ought to think about relating a little, a little differently to this, uh, to your father, if you have one. I have neither one. I'm an orphan. They're gone. You may want to think a little differently about relating to your husband or your wife, if you have one. I know, I know you know them well, but you should, you should consider your mother or your daughter or your son relating to them a little differently, your brother or your sister. Can you hear me? Uh, your cousin or your niece or your nephew or your aunt or your uncle or your in-law or even your outlaw. You should consider relating to them differently because seldom do we consider our role in our family as 
blessing our household. Yeah, you, you, you endure them, you enjoy them, you share with them, you have commonality with them, you hang out with them, you fall in, you fall out, you have your likes, you have your dislikes, you have your ups and downs, but David said, what I'm going to do after the greatest day ever is bless my household. Can I go on? You know, you know, I only have five more minutes and my time is up. You do know that David had family problems. He had a lot of problems. He was a um, warrior from his youth, but he had family problems. I see I'm not going to get any help. Um, he was married more than once. He was married more than twice. That's kind of a clue. He had family problems. And then in a season of unguarded uh, imagination, he had an outside extramarital affair with a married woman whose husband worked for him in security to protect his life. And while his girlfriend's husband was on the front line protecting him, he ravished his wife. And a child was conceived. And he tried to cover it up. But do you know you just can't cover certain things up? Would you wave at somebody and tell them you look like your daddy? Wave at somebody. Tell them you look like your daddy. Well, so was the plight for David. He tried to say, that's not my baby. But he could not deny the evidence. But to cover it up, he had the man killed. How low can you go? You mess with the man's wife while he's out there fighting for you. And then when the baby comes, you try to cover that up and then have the baby's daddy murdered. David had a lot of family problems. But he did marry the woman after she, her husband was eliminated. That man had problems, didn't he? His children didn't get along. One son raped the daughter. Not only incest, but raped her. Then after he raped his sister, another brother killed the brother that did the raping. And then pushed the girl to the outside and said, we don't have anything to do with you. And David sat idly by as his family imploded. Y'all don't hear me. His other son said, I'm tired of your neglect and mistreatment and not giving me the same affection that I needed. And Absalom said, I don't only dislike you and not only have I left you, I'm going to run you out of your house. 
and I'm going to bang your women on the top of the palace so everyone can know how low I think of my father the king. And then I'm going to take over and fire you. I hope you die. And David had to leave the palaces because of family upheaval. Can y'all hear me? Oh, it goes on and on and on. But in the midst of all of his family problems, David said, this ain't working. So I cried unto the Lord in my trouble. And he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Say yes. He, he, said, he, said, he said, I was in so much trouble that enemies were backed up to the door. But when my enemies came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. And though a host would encamp against me, my heart shall not fear because I'm going to get on the right road. And one thing have I desired of the Lord. And that will I seek after, say yes. Because he said, it's praying time. Because I'm weak, I failed, I'm mighty, I'm a poet, I'm a singer, I'm a musician, I'm a warrior, I'm a king, but create in me a clean heart. Clearly, I not only have family trouble, I got heart trouble. Somebody say heart trouble. I can't fix this. I can't rehab myself. I cannot reinvent myself. But I cannot keep living like this. Create in me a clean heart. And renew a right spirit within me. Blot out my transgressions. Purge me with hyssop. And I shall be clean. Restore unto me the joy of my salvation. And uphold me with my free spirit. Somebody say God will help you if you let him. So you see this great king doing all of these extraordinary historical accomplishments. But he's learned something. No matter how great you are on the outside, the real measure of your character is what happens privately on the inside. I've already taken care of the tribes, all 12. I've already organized this great festival, a success story like none other. I've already aligned the Levites for their worship to be immaculate. I've already provided all of the food and all of the elements that go into an occasion like this, but I've begun to learn that I never am so busy in my worship that I neglect my family. But I've also learned I'm never so preoccupied with my family that I neglect my worship. I know my time is up now. Somebody say, come on in. You see, you got really, really, ah, yes. You really have two kinds of people. I know they say there are three, those that are in the way, those that are um, out of the way, and those that lead the way. I, I know they say there are three kinds of people, those that either lead 
a follow or um, just get left behind. I already know that. But I'm going to say there's only two kinds of people. And I'm talking about people like us. Say like us. And that's people that um, either church, but they leave their family in neglect. That's one kind of people. They do what they do, but they forget that before they had their job, they had their family. Say yes. Can somebody say family counts? Then there are those that are so preoccupied with their family that they worship them more than they worship the God that gave it to them. And most people fall in one category or another. If you hear me say, I hear you. Either it's family and God is on the outside. Or they do religion and then leave family as a last consideration. But David, he got it right. I'm going to worship God. I'm going to acknowledge him. I'm going to serve him. I'm going to love him. I'm going to obey him. I'm going to have time with him. But when I'm suited for the other areas of my life, I'm also going home. I'm going to read the Bible in my own house. I'm going to have a prayer season. Y'all don't hear me. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be one thing at church and something else at home. You won't hear me praising hallelujah on Sunday and cussing a blue streak on Monday. Say yes. You won't hear me saying sister and brother on one side and then calling us the brother from another mother on the other side. Because the same God that saved me is the one that raised me. Say yes. Yeah. David, David. Somebody say, yeah, he got it right. David. No, 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 no. I got to come in. David. No, no. My time is up. David said the reason, the reason that I want to worship the Lord is because I'm a changed man. I've been changed. Can anybody help me say, I know I've been changed. I'm about through. I was doing it my way. But I decided I want his favor. I want his favor on the battlefield. Somebody say favor. I want his favor in my bank account. Yes, I want his favor. Anoint my head with oil on my head until my cup is running on. enjoyed that dynamic word from our leader, Bishop L.F. Houston. Listen, if you'd like to support our ministry, feel free to visit our website at www.boontabernaclekojic.org. 
There you will find updates on our activities and links to give via Givelify and Cash App. But most importantly, you can submit your prayer request. Subscribe to this channel and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Thank you for joining us today, and we look forward to meeting you this time next week. May this week be a week of victory and total and complete favor. Be blessed.